So there's something I gotta admit mm. to you. And you're gonna hate me for it. What? I watched zero Kisniver. Really? However, he did yeah. watch three episodes of Ghost Stories. That does not help. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish Gates had uh, taken the chance to watch it. That was kind of the whole thing was like. Yeah, I mean, I already knew all of us was, were going to watch it. this time we're like just going to but... talk about um, Mono Atari. That's fine. I think we should just... No, no, no. I think this time we're just going to shit on Alex for completely well, destroying the reason why we're doing this. <laughs> who, else, who else was a part of this? Was uh, Thomas and Johnny supposed to be in these two? Or yeah. They didn't know? I guess whoever wanted to be. Okay. Um... It's kind of losing its purpose if you know the three of us do it when most when the three of us have almost the same. We have case. watched most of the same almost. shows. Yes, I was more interested with Alex's perspective on things, seeing as he's the most. I'd like to hear what Jared has to uh, say. You, I don't give a shit about, but Jared's opinion matters to me. The least. Uh, Experiences, I guess, is the word, but it doesn't sound right. With the way this show is, I definitely do look forward to seeing other people's perspectives. Jared, I'm interested in, but way more was interested in Alex because I knew it wasn't going to be his kind of show. Especially when he picked it, I was like, really? Mm, (laughs) He has a hard time keeping up with things normally. Like, if we suggested a cultic nine, he'd watch five minutes and then no <laughs> I bow. Love that show. I love that show. Ah, back. Okay. Okay. So, or fucking, uh, what is that one? It's a Tommy, Tommy Galaxy. Galaxy is excellent and you know it. Tommy Galaxy is excellent. It's, it's a thing. All right. I have my notes. I guess we should hold off on talking about this show until we actually start. I'm pulling mine up. I already pull. I already put in my only note, and it's. I put it in. I had like chat. a whole thing of keys and ivers. But, <laughs> Damn, but some dude. people that sucks. That sucks. See, I just didn't. I just. I was a little lax on my watching, so I ended up not having time. From now on, <laughs> when we get the three, we should watch bet- the three earlier on, so that we can make sure and get them done. I, I meant to watch it like on my own throughout the week, but that never ended up happening. Work's been stupid busy, so I've only really been All I hear is excuses. Watching a couple episodes. Well, yeah. You have I mean, homework, and you people, didn't do it. That's what people tell you, you whenever answer. they explain Small why. Go to the principal. I mean, give excuses. Big people give I, know, I mean, you have, have fun having a podcast with Jess Chris. We'll have the greatest time. We'll have so much fun. <laughs> it will hurt. It'll just be your breath taking back and forth for an hour. <laughs> your breath taking. No, your breath taking. All right. So, what's the format we're going to do? Just round table, just basic ideas, and then arguments at the end? Yeah. Devolve into screaming. I mean, the main argument. I mean, who, since. Who was truly best girl? Yeah, we can do that. Since Alex is here, or isn't here, we can just fight. Because. <laughs> He's the one that's usually sensitive about it. I feel free to disagree with all of my opinions on the show. I'm a little biased. 
Yeah. This was your anime, right? Um, it was one of the yeah. runs I recommended. Yes. Okay. It was his anime. Alex picked it and didn't watch <laughs> it, so I'm a little miffed. Um, like, be sure to send just this bit to Gates. Oh yeah, I won't. I won't yes. edit this. <laughs> I made a chocolate mousse. What? How'd it come out? Pretty good. Nice. I'm gonna take. How's your blood sugar? Good. It was 101. <laughs> hey, that's like I might edit this part out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're, we're probably like, a good can, idea. How about we just do like a countdown, like a five, four, three, two, one countdown? I mean, like, okay, from here on yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I missed him. Jared, you're gorgeous. Thank you. Hey, Chris, what? did you uh, watch Keys Nivers or did you skip it? I did. Me? I watched the three episodes. Yes. Good man. Good, good man. Dude, you should have seen how giddy he was. He fucking loved it. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'll let him tell it, though. Okay. Okay, are you guys ready? Five, four, three, two, yep. one. Welcome, everybody. This is That's Good Anime. Welcome back. We're going to talk about... Pretty good. <laughs> We're going to talk about Bakke Monogatari today and a little bit of Keysnivers because the cast has just not been doing their homework so we'll just touch on that a little bit and then of course at the end we're going to talk about what we've been watching throughout the weeks on our free time uh with me today is chris say hello hello uh and we also have carlos almost us all right guys uh let's dive into it um so this time we chose bake monogatari um as our anime to watch and let's start with Carlos and what he thought. Really? Me? That's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a horrible anime. Like, uh, what did I think about? Like, overall, what, where do I need to start? <laughs> you can start wherever you want. Um, if you want to give a quick synopsis or if you just want to get into your thoughts. Right Giving away. a synopsis of this anime would actually be pretty tough. Uh, Arc-based... Uh, Anime style, really like those little compart compart compartment? compartmentalized. That's the word. Uh, <laughs> stories all connected to one greater story. Really like that. Um, but yeah, it's a shaft animation, and uh, I don't know if I've said this before. Uh, Madoka Magica is like my favorite anime of all time. So already pretty familiar with shafts amazing uh animated camera work <laughs> um their their scenes and scenery is just always top notch and just the way they you know make the uh human neck bend in ways that are not physically possible or just just top notch <laughs> the head tilt the, the the shaft head tilt man the shaft tilt man yeah i i do that at the gym like when i'm on the elliptical <laughs> And someone like looks towards me. I just do the little head tilts, <laughs> and then they they're like, "Please don't look at me." And I'm like, "I'm they sorry." Walk. Faster. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Not But no, um, yeah. So kind of went into this mildly knowing what it was about. Obviously, if you just kind of get the really really brief cliff notes on it doesn't really do it justice or explain it at all 
It's a ghost story, guys. Come on. Uh, not in reference to other ghost story, which is amazing. Um, in in Bell specifically, <laughs> the Japanese version sucks. But anyways, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's a uh, it's really good. I find all the characters to be very interesting, kind of endearing. Um, there are definitely some that are better than others. Did you yeah, have a favorite we, character? We well, well we could say this. We can discuss later. that later. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's an obvious like best girl. So, I mean, we're all going to agree on best girl anyway. So, but uh, yeah, no, uh, the arcs are really good. The, like I said, the animation just top notch. Uh, hard to follow sometimes, but that's not, that was very much to be expected. The, a lot of the, uh, the quips and information are quick, quickly thrown at you with a lot of uh, Japanese uh, wordplay humor. So it definitely, yeah. I can see why a certain someone had a hard time watching it. So yeah, like the and the beginning of each episode, there's a bunch of words. Oh yeah, throughout the, the, um, the creator actually. The the shaft they were like, you're not supposed to read that. You're supposed to catch like one in thirty bits of it. That's like how it is supposed to be observed. Like, what you get out of that is what you get out of that. It like, they were yeah. Were... Um, I was gonna say, um, when I was first watching, I was like, should I should I pause to read all that or should yeah. I just let it like definitely whatever not. sinks into me sinks into me yeah and eventually i was just like i'll take it as it is i'm not gonna yeah. pause and that's actually one of the few things they said concretely when they created this they're like so this was actually in the book like these are you know internal monologues um of you know araragi that were as they were written in the book but they're like araragi yeah yeah the whole thing point was they're like but this isn't necessarily need to know stuff this is stuff that adds more to it and stuff and mm -hmm. you're supposed to get like bits of it here and there and and if you pay close attention you notice a lot of the things are things that are actually said later on in the show flat out and stuff they're just kind of like yeah. a glimpse of what's happening definitely um it's kind of reminded me of like attack on titan you remember like the in-between title cards would have information on the world oh yeah uh, I would I would never read those, but later you come to find out those are actually important. Oh yeah, no, those were I didn't extremely know important as Attack on Titan because they didn't <laughs> they didn't give you uh, information dump uh, except for those like flashcards. It was like you know here's here's you know world building lesson? for uh, people who actually <laughs> care. If you don't, well, just watch the story and be lost. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody played Dark Souls. Um. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I think that's mostly my generalized idea. It's really good okay. character development, uh, interesting stories, and then shafted animation, which is just god tier. So had you seen this before, Carlos? No. I knew about it. After watching it. I'm, you know, obsessed with shaft stuff, but. Yeah. After watching it, would you rate it higher? The highest or? Is it like. still Monica? Oh, Monica still by a long shot. And that's mostly because of the okay. writer I appreciated more in that one. The animation mm -hmm. is God tier, which is great. But the writer is God tier in that one as well. So the writing in this is good and very excellent and intriguing. Not up there with Monica for me, though. 
what is funny when you mentioned the writing is that there's this whole like um it alludes to like the past of what happened to the main character mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and how he became like a vampire yeah. which i found super interesting and kind of want to continue the series just to see that part yeah. Yeah, I think that's okay. Film, you should definitely uh, continue it. It, yeah, I think the film is the one that really gets back into that. It goes to the uh, it's the prequel, I guess. Yeah, it, yeah, I was I talking to because Joseph's really almost watched Joseph's almost watched this whole series, and I was talking to him about it, and he said the same thing about the movie. Yep. Um, did you have any more to say, Carlos? Mm, no, I mean, that's pretty much it it's i mean it's definitely are are we rating it while, while we talk yeah okay i would definitely put it as an eight or a nine solidly That's probably nice. a nine um i think on my mail i gave it a seven wow you're harsh no i'm not like alex that gives everything like a 10 Neither am I, um but... it's actually it's actually pretty rare if i give anything above like a seven and uh so and i'm sure dragon ball z is definitely a 10 on his list oh it's like a hundred it's like god tier it's like on a separate list of like just god tier, tier level anime. yeah like, a one is like mind-blowingly fucking awesome and a 10 is just like why are we even discussing this of course it's like the best anime ever <laughs> like most anime like are at the level of like king yama do you think oh that's the highest being in the afterlife no. but then you just find out about supreme kai's and, and like and then the gods of destruction gods of destruction and then the angels and then the archangel and then zeno and then zeno <laughs> yeah and that's where that's where Dragon Ball Z is, where Zeno is. Just about there. And honestly, it makes sense. It's him. about as mature. <laughs> I love Zeno, like the character. I, I love that guy. So much. Really? He's just okay, there Chris. So the show can explain things for children. I'm sorry, I stand by that. This is the hill I die on. I mean, that's a weird fair, hill to die on, but all right. <laughs> like, this is a random hill in the middle of nowhere that nobody cares about. I, nobody else. I died. thought you would have died on the hill of, like, Ergo Proxy Love or something right? like that. It's like, just no, no, random. that shows. <laughs> it's random. Nobody cares right. about hill. <laughs> um, so, Chris, let's jump over to you. What do you... This was, like, your suggestion, so what do you have to say about this anime? I will preface this with two things. One, I've seen the anime. And then read the manga, and then read the books. So it's pretty high on my list of things I like. It's like race it about highest. a seven too. <laughs> actually, it's, it's got a nine, um, and I actually usually average about a seven, so that's pretty high for me. Um, I've got a couple of notes, and they're just kind of random, whatever. Um, okay. But like Carl said, the characters are what sell this show. Like. The dynamics between them, their personalities, everything about them, that is what the show is on. You don't, even without the art style, I would love this show just for that. You know, the action scenes, there's like two action scenes in the entire show, and they're about 10 seconds each. In this one, um, anyways. In this one, anyway. The other, the other series have a bit more. Um, 
one thing that I always really liked was the balance they take between like reality and metaphor and not just for like the serious scenes, like the comedic scenes. You can't really tell. Is he doing this in his head or is he actually doing this in real life? Because that's pedophilia right there. Um, <laughs> he totally did that in real life. <laughs> okay. You know, um, it really toes the line of between what's really happening and what's kind of going on up there in his head and this isn't even like the most controversial from this series There's, like the brush no, the brushing of the teeth two, the toothbrush scene i think is in season two actual season he two, actively molested a, a dead elementary schooler <laughs> <laughs> in this season the laws apply to dead ghost ghost yes dead longer than he's Either way, it's not it's not a tasteful thing he's done. And that's kind of the running joke is that he's actually secretly a terrible person and a horrible, like, old lecher in a teenager's body. And I like that they keep running with that joke. Like, that's just a common joke about how he's kind of horny on Maine. Um, and then there's two episodes in particular that really struck out stuck out to me. Episode four, which was like the second episode of The Snail, is... I would call it the weakest if it weren't so delightful because it does like at first viewing, it does nothing to progress the plot and you don't like all the little things that they drop, all the little hints that they drop in that episode. You don't realize have anything to do with the plot until like the next episode or the episode after that or whatever. Um, and I really like that about it because at first you're just like, these guys are just wandering and meandering conversationally and physically. And then after that you go, Oh yeah, they actually were, you know, um actually personally love that I, episode because it would it, like that's what i said like the, the dialogue was it, just so good it is and that's kind of the point is like he managed to make they managed to make an episode that should by all accounts upon first viewing be terrible and he made it both charming and meaningful and deep and like it all wrapped up really well and the fact that they let you get through it's like uh what is it the unending eight or whatever from that other show, Carlos, you watch where it's like the same day, eight days in a row. Ah, the endless eight from fucking endless eight. Yeah, yeah, the endless um, eight of um. Gets, it gets very boring in the middle, and then it picks up again. <laughs> or the boat episodes from Ergo Proxy, three episodes where they're just spouting narration on a boat. You know, important, boring. This episode does all that, maintains it's interesting. but the sole purpose of the endless eight was to drag you through it with the characters actually having to experience it over i get over i understand why they did and i think from like an artistic standpoint it was excellent but at the end of the day the fact remains it does have bits where you're just like oh my god but so episode four, I really liked for that reason, because like I said, it should have been the worst episode and it wasn't. It was a standout for me. And then um, episode 12, which is where he goes on the date with Sendra Gahara and they look at the stars. Is the best episode mm-hmm. in the series, hands down. I will fight you. <laughs> um, it's real, cool. real fast. Real fast. The names in this series are hard. They, I had a hard time like keeping up with them. They take a bit once you cat because they're all very like, yeah, they're wordplay names, all of them. Um, I actually find them really easy to remember because they're so complicated and not like anime names. They're just Japanese as fuck names. 
Yeah. Um, and that kind of makes sense because it comes from literature because it was a book series before it was anything else. So it was like definitely very novelish. It had to, it had um, to play with the the actual words more than the visual. Yeah. Than, later. Them being like cool names for a hero to have, you know. Um, so Senja Gahara is Sundari girl. And that episode, you kind of really see a lot about And that episode is like, you know, especially in anime, it's really easy to like, in all the action and all the craziness going on, all the anime trucks that anime has itself, it's easy to forget, oh, these are kids. Because they hardly ever act like normal kids. They act like anime characters. You know, no matter what age group they're in, they act like they're characters in a cartoon. Episode 12, I remember seeing it the first time I saw it and going, oh shit, these are like 15 year olds. You know, these are kids who have no fucking clue what they're doing Actually, in life or in romance or anything. What? I think they're about 16, 17. Either way, but they're, they're kids, they're children. This is like their first time being in these situations and they have no idea what they're doing. They're, they don't know how to handle it. And I don't know, I, it just really struck me. I was, especially like as yeah. being it as an adult, I'm like, oh, wow, right. Um. They made sure to let you know they're both virgins because <laughs> there was a whole episode on that. <laughs> yeah, they're not subtle. Um, the action scenes, I gotta say, I think it was the, the one where he's fighting uh, Suruga in her ape form. Mm. The pastel gore in that scene. What? I was gonna say, that is a great fight scene. That is, it's just, and it's over in like seconds. It's so fast. It's just you know, I like. I like how his woman had to come and like save the day, though. That was pretty cool. <laughs> um, and yeah, and part of that that's it's a lot with a lot of other things. It's 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 earlier Shaft when they're really experimenting with their style and stuff. Kind of like Carl said, you can tell it's Shaft. They've got the head tilts. They've got the random scenery popped off in the distance that you're like, this has nothing to do with what they're actually talking about. But cool, have a landscape. Um you can tell they're really like dipping their toes into their style and what they wanted to try. So they're just trying everything. Um, and like later on, yeah. you've seen Madoka and stuff where they really codified it and they perfected it. But here you see kind of the rough edges of it. And I really like that. I was going to ask, is this before Madoka? Yeah. Quite a bit before. Yeah. Okay. Um, other than best waifu, that's all I really had to say. Okay. We'll get to the waifus in a minute. <laughs> I'm just going to give my, Get my two cents in there. So I really enjoyed this. Um, long time ago, I saw Joseph watching this, and I, I would always ask, "What is that about?" And he's like, "Well, it's about ghost vampire kid, and that's about it." And I was like, oh, "Okay, oh, that is a that, terrible way to explain this." And so, in his like you said, the, hallway, the yeah. synopsis for this is pretty tough, and really, you got to watch it to really appreciate it. Um, I will say, of course, it's Shaft, so the art is amazing in this show, yeah. as well as animation, like that fight scene we were talking about. That is a great fight scene. I wish there's more of it, but what we got was amazing. Um, what I'd say is, I think the best arc was actually the snail arc. Um, I enjoyed it the most. Um, it's the it one. really reminded me. It's the whole wandering and stuff the whole like mystery in there reminded me of kind of like if you've seen uh paranoia agent mm -hmm. it really mm -hmm. reminded me of that and then um 
just like the dyna the dynamic between our main character and that gir little girl, it was great because they would just like fight and bicker. And she's like, and he's like, "Why are you mispronouncing my name?" And she's like, "Oh, it's just a word flub." <laughs> just flub it. Flub it. You tell me you. Are you telling me you never flubbed a word? And he's like, "No." <laughs> um, I don't know. Exactly. But I love that. I love their. <laughs> I love their dynamic. Me too. Um, there are some. There are some golden lines in this show. Um. What I say, what I want to say about the first episode, um, there's a that like most of my notes are on the first episode. So <laughs> she loses her weight because of her whole ordeal with her mother and stuff like that. But they're on like a bike at one point. Why does she just like float off or like fly away? Well, she still weighs something. She weighs like eleven kilograms. Like it's just. She weighs very little. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. she'd fly away. She's like a thirty-pound like bag. <laughs> yeah, your backpack doesn't she... fly away if you set it. And she's like holding on. And they're Japanese. No, I think she. I think bag. she'd fly away. <laughs> um. Uh. Another another part is when she's like uh, threatening him with like the night the exo blade mm -hmm. in his mouth. Um. That was pretty cool. But you find out that he doesn't like. He can like regenerate. From yeah. like damage because he's a vampire, he should have been like a like a pimp and just like bit down and broke the knife, and just been like, "What now, girl?" I was like, "That was your time to like impress her." I think that more chalks up to his just very passive personality. Yeah, um, he's not a very finding out what kind of person, what kind of person he is. That makes sense. Um, what else I wanted to talk about is. Oh, the very first scene is just like a panty shot. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was expecting Gates to know about right then and there. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why he's not here. That's probably around where he noped out. He was like, I can't do this. I don't understand I what they're saying, about. and it's super sexy. I just hate this. <laughs> I'd totally forgotten about that until I go, Carlos, this, this show is art art in its purest form. We have to watch this. Then I hit play, and that's the first thing. And I'm like, okay, but wait. Gets better. I mean, but, yeah. I will. Um, it does, oh, but in in the way I'm hoping it does. <laughs> it stays pervy throughout. He's horny on me. <laughs> um, another thing is they reference Dragon Ball Z in like the fourth episode. <laughs> yes, I was like, oh, that's cool. They reference her voice actor in like the fourteenth episode. <laughs> oh yeah, that was funny. Um. So I'm gonna go through the openings real fast because yeah, right. Uh, they change regularly. Yeah, are... the first one was pretty weak. Yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorites. I was like, eh. the second one was fun because yeah. it had the uh, snail girl and she's just like doing her cute little song and dance. Yeah, that was Thank pretty great. Uh, the third one was probably the best, and then the fourth was okay. Uh, Which is the third one? The snake one? No, Suru yeah. gets third. And then the snake one's fourth. Okay. Um, so wait, what was I going to say? Go back through those again. Sorry, the third one was what? The best? Third one was probably the best, and then the fourth was okay. What about the fifth one? The cat one. The fifth one I don't have a note on, so it was probably either just like very bland or uh, I didn't want to mention it. Then we watched the same opening. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bland. Um, it was... Hyper sexy. Oh. Um, I wanted to say the weakest art for me was probably the, um, 
the last one. Really? With the yeah, okay. with the Kakarol or huh? Interesting. His friend. Yeah, Hanakawa. Um, what I want. Hanakawa. One character I really liked was the was the um, thirty old the thirty year old guy that helped him Maybe. with his whole vampirism. Um, he was probably one of my favorite characters. I believe it. Um, that's all my notes. Um, so do you guys want to start the debate? Yeah. Do we so, need to do work? So the real question is, who is the best waifu, and why is it Mei Oshino? Discuss. Who no. is that? That's the old guy. That's the old guy. No. <laughs> So like, like it's like at the at very end of the last episode, they're like, it was him all along. Yeah. They're all like smiling, like, what a great guy. <laughs> JK JK, it's Senja Gahara. Mm. Hmm. The best Sundari I have ever mm. seen. And I hate Sundari, but she pulls it off. Oh about her being Sun she is Sundari, but she is the first one to be like, I want a relationship, which you never see in like anime. Mm-hmm. They usually just tiptoe around it for like seasons. And yeah. she's like, no, I, I want to, I want a relationship. Oh, yeah, like like second episode, she's like, dude, let's date, and you're like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I do like that, and I like there's that scene at the end. She's like Sundari service, and then she does like the cliche Sundari line. Like, it's not like I care about you or anything, kind of thing. But she yeah. does it like so deadpan, like she's just reading it off an index card or something. <laughs> I love um, that. the the. The girl with the glasses, what is her name? Oh, um, Tsubasa Hinakawa. 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 Yeah. Throughout the, the throughout this se- uh, series, I was like, yeah, she's okay. But then you find out, like, she's packing, yeah. and you're like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> well, see, actually, her character is very, I love that she, like, you know, is this, like, amazing person, like, outwardly, but, like, this, like, she got issues. Other, like, deep-seated stuff going on with her i love that about her like it's yeah like you can tell she comes from an abusive household right. and thus she's kind of got the mindset that an amount a certain amount of abuse is totally okay from a parent to a child and you're like oh she's got kind of a slightly skeltered worldview on this kind of very sensitive subject yeah it's kind of weird when you see it. she's like it's okay to assault a child you just have to tell them why you did it and it's like um Weird flat, um, okay. Uh, what was the what was okay? I'm horrible with names. What was the girl's name that was into um his girlfriend like back oh, when they're in middle Suruga. school? Suruga Kanbaru. I kind of liked her. Um, she's awesome, and especially when you see them like <laughs> when they're going up that mountain and she's like, just like holding on to them, <laughs> but you could like see them being together maybe. But like I can see, I don't know. She's like, an underdog. She's she's the yeah. she's full on lesbo, but makes lots of lots of jokes on it at his expense for it. She yeah. is the male friend in a show with no male friends. Yeah. So like, well, heck, it's just, it's gonna be all girls. We just make one of them act like <laughs> the traditional like hetero best friend guy. Like, cause she does, she does all these things that you're like, okay. So is you Ruga your your best girl? Oh, I love her. Uh, I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, go with her. Really? She's delightful. I love. I her. really liked her. <laughs> she gets so much more in depth about. She tries to hold a an actual debate with him over the best type of panties on young girls in the books. It is like <laughs> two pages of this, and he's like, "Why are we talking about this?" <laughs> well, apparently, some discussions just need to be had. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, she's great. Oh my god, the scene with with uh fucking uh Shingoku, whatever her name is. Um, oh, the snake girl. Yeah, snake girl. <laughs> she's on the bed. She strips, and then they're and then that scene with the that mimics the fucking meme with the guys going. <laughs> Like this, the goal, like Saruga's just like goal over there. And then Saruga's just like they're just like excited. It's like I forgot about her. She was she was pretty cool. Uh, her, yeah, not her, 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 yeah, she her arc was very small and was very um I guess the word is unfulfilling. It's purposely unfulfilling. Feeling. you're supposed to kind of feel downer at the end of that one you know yeah and it was like, like super quick saved her but somebody else died and he knowed it he knew because he failed yeah. it's my least favorite arc but i wouldn't say that because it's weak i would say that it's just because it is it's just kind of a it is it's a sour note in the middle of the series like perfect i think she's adorable because she just has like this like childhood crush on him and it's still obviously mm-hmm. there <laughs> Um, yeah, she's really cute. I honestly am probably, Who's your favorite, Carlos? I'm probably gonna definitely go with Mayori. Or, uh, Mayoi? Mayori. Uh, Hi- yeah. Hajijiku? She's just... Hachiku. Yeah. Snail girl. Yeah, snail girl. She's hilarious. Just... She is almost like the perfect, like, antagonist to him, you know? Like, just completely they almost against seem, him. They almost seem more like a couple, because you know how like some couples they kind of like playfully bicker a yeah, lot? like the way their back and forth was probably some of the most entertaining to me. Like, they just, it's hilarious. There's just a lot more traditional comedy. And See, like, that's actually yeah. what I like about Senja Kahara and him, is they're, they're bickering. They're like couple-like bickering, where they're always arguing. She's always slightly ahead of him. And like getting one over on him and stuff, I always thought was hilarious. I really like her as a character, Mm -hmm. but she's the kind of girl that is like way too beautiful and you never get with. And so that's why I went with the other girl because it's more realistic. (laughs) Really? Except that she's gay. It's because she's gay and you'll never get with her. (laughs) So that's not more realistic, Jared. No. um... It's pretty realistic to me, Chris. (laughs) The unobtainable. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, no. But no, I would say uh, her or uh, Hanakawa. Oh, they're no. kind of taught. They're kind of tied for me because I I really enjoy Hanakawa's story, and it's it it it's just it, tragic. It is super tragic because she, because like you know she just got over this like the situation with like her parents and everything and he helped her but because he helped her she kind of just really fell for him and it was a completely unrequainted love thing and it she just didn't know how to handle it because obviously she's been emotionally suppressed her entire life and she just did not know how to deal with these emotions so and then, and then, like one day, randomly, he's like, "Hey, you know about this girl?" And then two days later, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm dating this girl." And you're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, like she she got blindsided so hard on that. Like I feel, I feel it. If, if I feel bad, but that's kind of how it happens. Like it, well, yeah. sometimes when you like develop feelings, that's a little too late. Yeah, and yeah. It's, and yeah. that's that's kind of what I like about it, is it's 
it's messy in like the emotional sense in the human connection sense every bit of it's messy none of it goes smoothly saruga's left upset hanakawa's left upset um like the the young girl's too dumb and young to get upset yet but she will be soon (laughs) i think what Um, i really loved in that one was that that like one scene that's like almost kind of gut-wrenching is like uh where the the neko cat girl just like yeah, shows cat. like her name was just cat her like inner like turmoil and you just see it visually like her actually breaking her just breaking yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. and just like just like completely like crying like and it's like oh god ow not like not even like anime crying like ugly crying like Full ugly on. crying oh. just like destroying her because like that's yeah. what her inner feelings are like like this is what she's actually going through while smiling at him you know and it's just heart-wrenching but it's very it's very shaft tragic yeah (laughs) yeah and that's like i said Um, i don't i don't think there's any weak characters in this show there's definitely just some that resonate with people better you know uh one thing i forgot to mention is in Mm -hmm. the first uh, arc with shinji gahara Mm mm-hmm it was actually there was some creepy parts in there with like the intercut like live action um yeah scenes that like creeped me out <laughs> when i was watching it yeah with, like the priest stuff yeah i wasn't expecting it and so when it flashed on the screen i was like what the yeah like by the end of the series you're expecting it so like the hanakawa stuff you're like oh that's it's pretty messed up but you've already been expecting that kind of thing for a while with with Senji Gaharo, it's like right off the bat, you're like, oh, oh, this gets dark. Yeah. They, they um, throw you in the deep end. Did you guys have anything else to say? Any closing thoughts? Like I said, it's one of my favorites. I will gush way too much about it. It's a great anime. Probably continue the rest yeah. of the series. Yeah. I'll probably continue it, but kind of like mix it in with my other viewings. Probably yeah. not just like Epo where I binged everything I just kept going <laughs> yeah. it's just so long and with with monogatar you can kind of just watch because there's some of the series are like four episodes and stuff yeah. there's like yeah. little ones big ones medium ones i cannot remember how much order to watch it in you will need to google that shit it's worse than fate yeah i just want to get to the famous uh brushing of the teeth that, that's, that's like that's like top tier right there it's season two <laughs> but it's like the third season you watch Oh really? Yeah. There's well, um, uh, thanks for suggesting this anime, Chris. Um, I probably would have never given it a chance if you hadn't. Tragic. It's it's really hard to uh, sell, and I use like I said, I when I'm trying to get somebody to watch a show, I try not to overgush about it. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think you'd like this. You should watch this. I try not to give anything away and stuff, which is easy yeah, it's hard though because it's hard to give anything away because none of it makes sense out of context. It's hard to recommend things because you don't, like you said, you don't want to oversell, and then they watch it and they're like, "Oh, this is yeah, kind of crap," and you're like, "You, so, you break your, it breaks your heart." <laughs> I'm glad you guys watched it so I can gush with it honestly to you guys. Um, it's it's therapeutic, it really is. Um, so we had for our usual um three episode watch to see if we would continue mm-hmm. or not continue segment. Um, we had keys knivers. And the reason I chose that is because I always compare Shaft with um with Trigger. Because Joseph is always like he always loves Shaft and I always love Trigger. Um so that's why I chose that one. 
but people didn't do their homework. <laughs> Alex didn't even show up, which we're gonna give him heck for. One person didn't do his homework, the other one skipped class. Yeah. And it was all because of that panty shot in the beginning of <laughs> Baka Monogatari. Thanks a lot, Chris. You're welcome. I told him if um, you wanted a heartfelt war, like love story, loving story, we should have watched what I suggested, but no. What was it? Well, how about we do that next time? I mean, I'm yeah, down. We can do that one next uh, but real fast, I want to go through Keys Nivers because me and Chris watched it, so we're just going to go through it real fast, me and him. Okay. Um, this is the one trigger anime that I I have watched the first episode like three times. I could not get into it at first. Oh, thank God. Um, I was about to break your heart. I was worried. <laughs> it is so hard to get into this anime. I don't know why. Um, the character designs are good. Um of course, it's got that trigger animation, which I like, and uh, yeah. art that I really like. Just but something up. about something about this story just does not click with me. I think I figured it out. I was talking to Alex about um, story design. And he says, in order for a story to be engaging, in order for you to be able to get behind a character, you have to see them like take action themselves. And there's a, there has to be that point in every story where they, you know, they answer the call to arms. This main kid never answers the call. He just kind of gets thrust into it. And that's kind of the whole point of him is he's apathetic. But I think because of that, it kind of makes the viewer apathetic to the story itself as well. You well, know I'll that... argue with that because he was actually my favorite character. Oh, I like him. I'm just saying I think it I think it made it hard for me to try and get into it. Although he has mm-hmm. that point, like was at the end of the second episode where he finally starts talking about his issues and stuff? Was that the yeah, second when he... where they're on like the rooftop? Yeah, and he mentions how he just wants people. He wants to. Um, he wants to like wants, feel or understand people, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And once it when actually when that um, scene happened is when it kind of um, clicked with me. That bit, that bit sold me on the show, and then it immediately unsold itself when the girl was like, "I killed someone." Cut, and then it's like, "Yeah, but not really." At the very beginning of the next episode, I was like, "Yeah, fuck you." But so, um, on the third episode, I wanted to mention, um, you know, when that uh main character jumps off the bridge and it like hurts everyone, yeah, and then the new guy, he like, yeah, everyone's like, ow, ow, and then he's like, ah, and I was like, that's a weird yell, and then you find out, oh, oh, he likes that, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a masochist, uh, aren't we all? I am like, yes. this is a show, I'm gonna say, like, the whole question is, would you continue it? I do not want to continue it. I probably will, though, just to see what happens. I had no idea this show went on past one season. It's on the season, or it ends on season three. What? I didn't know it was that long. Um, Like, I had no idea because it never grabbed me, so I never, like, kept up with it. Would I continue it? I'm going to have to say maybe very slowly. Yeah. But it's not, like, on the top of my list. It's not something I'm excited to continue. It's something that I want to know. I want to know the rest of the story, but it hasn't hooked me at all. Yeah, it's probably I'll probably to give a concrete answer. Probably won't continue, but we'll read like a Wikipedia article or <laughs> finish the story that way. Give me the cliff notes. <laughs> um, maybe next time we'll have a full cast to see if they'll continue or not continue. Carlos and Alex. <laughs> I, uh, but I thank you, know. thank you, Chris. I feel bad because I was like, 
Man, I'm gonna have to shit all over this show, and it's a trigger, so Jared's gonna love it. Um, even if I love like a studio, if they do something wrong, I'll I'll point it out. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I like to. That's but you love was very good, so. <laughs> um, um, is it Carl? Like if I love, oh, like if I love Shaft, and I saw uh, Monica, yeah, I'm gonna say it sucks. Oh. I'm actually trying to think of a Shaft thing that I don't like. I can't remember all the Shaft stuff. There, there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Honest, Archie, honestly, they're a really good studio. Kaku City actors you didn't really like, right? Oh, I never finished. I've liked what I've seen of it, but I have no idea what it's about. I've seen like a few episodes, and I'm like, I really like the visuals. I really like the characters. I have no fucking clue what the plot is. Arakawa Under the Bridge? Never seen it. I could have sworn you saw that one. Uh, Dance of the Vampire Bund. That's not Shaft. That is Shaft. That's Shaft? Well, I don't like it because I didn't like the manga, though. The manga was bad. I mean, Shaft is an animation studio, not the writers. Yeah, but like the reason I didn't like that one wasn't wasn't because I'm not a fan of Shaft's animation work and stuff. It's because the the original story itself that it's based on was not interesting to me. Original story. They did. um... They just did a horrible job of porting it to anime. (laughs) They did. um... March comes in like a lion, right? Yep. I like Chris, it. I think you should. Have you seen that? I've seen a couple episodes of it. I really like it. It just looks mm. really sad, so I have to watch it really slowly. True. true. I'm like, mm, that's enough for one day. Pony Pony go. Dash. Best shit. <laughs> I, I have to balance every episode of March Comes in Like a Lion with like an episode of Keijo or something. Just incredibly yeah. dumb and goofy. Also, there are some very heartwarming and um, cute parts in March Comes in Like a Lion. It's just fair. Um, so let's get to the last segment of what we've been watching since last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to start us off, Chris? Yeah, it's pretty short and sweet. I've been watching, uh, besides Monogatari, which I'm probably going to pick back up again now. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen, I'm keeping up with because it's excellent. And ReZero, because I just, I just want these people to be happy finally. <laughs> Although this latest episode was the first episode in a long time where I didn't shout somewhere in the middle of it that Subaru sucks. So that's nice. Like, Subaru <laughs> didn't suck this episode. I'm proud of you, boy. He's actually really good in this episode. Um, so yeah, those are the main two. Okay. Carlos? Uh, so, Digimon 2020. Can keep me up <laughs> that. Uh... Zero as well. Pretty great. Uh, Akudama Drive for some fucking reason. <laughs> it's so bad. bad. <laughs> it's a train wreck. You just can't look away. Um, what is the um, fucking Promise Neverland second season, which is getting fucking crazy. We need to uh, time Joseph. Away that um every episode has been pretty action packed and like yeah, intriguing insane so weird oh um, they're like oh out of nowhere uh, you know i'm not going to talk about details spoilers yeah, about it. <laughs> yeah um when they cry the the mm-hmm. remake quote unquote for those who can't see me there are quotation <laughs> marks 
for air quotes. They're very much air quotes. You can definitely watch this and say, hey, this is just like the original. But people who watch the original will look at you and be like, hmm, nah. <laughs> it's close in a lot of aspects. They'll give, they'll give you a shaft head tilt if you say it. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, but it, it's a. Uh, oh. That one's that one. I'm super stoked on watching because it. Yeah, I, I really need to start that. It's, you really don't. It's great, you really do. Like you like the original. I don't know why you haven't. I always forget. Like, I mean, yeah, it it. You need to watch it. That's what I'm saying. Um. Yeah, I think that's everything kind of watch a lot of random anime here and there too but won't go into those all right um what i've been watching Ooh. since last time is i finished everything they had on youtube of ipo <laughs> so, oh, wow. so season one and two so moving over season to VRV. on netflix or vrv what's that i think season three is on like netflix or vrv oh yeah yeah it is on vrv so I'll wow. probably take a little break and then continue right that. <laughs> um, I did watch um, the two Ipo movies. They got, there's um, movie. The Road to Champion and Kimura versus uh, Machiba. Mm -hmm. Both pretty good. Um, they just seem like long. It's those kind of movies that just seem like a longer episode. Yeah. Yeah. But they're still like really good episodes. So. And then I watched an anime movie called Hells. Um, oh, that! Oh, wow. uh, Hells was dubbed by fucking oh, Team Four Star. Oh, really? Yeah, like that was one of their first, uh, like official work, official dubbing work. Uh, I watched that. It was on um, Retro Crush, and that was really good. I enjoyed that. And then I've been keeping up with the tech on Titan, of course, which we'll probably have an episode as soon as that finishes. And then, like Carlos and Chris, I've been watching Promise Neverland season two, which, like we just said, amazing. And then um, I've been watching the sequels. I I I talked about this last time, but since we had to re-record, it wasn't in the episode. But um, I've been watching the sequel series to Inuyasha. Oh yeah, and like I said, it like keeps the keeps the spirit of the first one. I'm sorry, so, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I love Inuyasha, so it's oh, cool. Oh man, me. the first two I'm okay with it. Promising, and then Jesus Christ, where did we end up? <laughs> that ending, man, that's pretty bad. Uh, um, I forgot to mention. There's actually another show I've just been offhand watching, and I don't know why. Mm -hmm. You know, like. It is not ground shaking or anything. It's called a bottom tier character Tomozaki Kun. And it's just it's goofy because like this guy is like the world's greatest Smash Bros player, basically. He's like the number one ranked Smash Bros player, but he like mm -hmm. sucks at real life. So the number two ranked Smash Bros player goes to like meet him in real life and it's like his classmate, and she's like Dude, you're a shit character. What the hell, dude? So she gamifies real life to get him to become a better person. Like, she's like, you just gotta, you know, conversations, just dialogue mini game, dude. And like all this other stuff. And basically get him to be more 
like outspoken and charismatic and stuff in real life. Oh, yeah. there is one other thing I'm watching. That good show. I forgot. What? <laughs> oh God. Uh this one's gonna be, get some interesting comments if we have like a comments thing. I don't know how podcasts work. Anyways. <laughs> uh redo of a healer. Yeah. What is that? Um, I won't tell you. You should look it up. You actually oh, don't okay. look up anything. Just just watch it. Just watch it. Watch it. <laughs> I got about two minutes in. I was like, this isn't a comedy, is it, Carlos? And he's like, no. And I was like, nope. And I just turned it off. <laughs> it's uh I mean, there are some parts I guess you could laugh at if you're really twisted. <laughs> uh no, it's oh it's uh Okay, so you've, you've watched uh, Shield Hero, right? No, but I know a lot about it. Oh, it's a great anime. You should watch it. Anyway, it's the Riders like, of Shield Hero. It's oh, kind of like Shield. It's kind of like a Shield Hero, but way more messed up. Yeah, I would say it's like mm. the creators of Shield Hero looked at Goblin Bear and said, "We can beat that. <laughs> we can." <laughs> We need more of that in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, the Goblin Slayer stuff is tame by mega, like, mega levels. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, no, it's, it's messed up. It. So the thing is, is when you watch it, you're very likely to watch it on like VRV or whatever. And know that, and you will definitely know that it is heavily censored. Um, <laughs> There are uncensored versions if you're willing to look for it. But yeah, no, it's yeah. uh pretty messed up. Is this like <laughs> that other anime that you had to go to Pornhub to watch? Oh, Interspecies yeah, Reviews? Is that, anime? <laughs> <laughs> that is a pretty good anime. Yeah, like, no, the writing's it, excellent. Yeah. Like, the jokes <laughs> and, like, the way they just make everything just, like, humorous and, like, the way they play on the adult humor is just top tier so good i love it um because we should so, make so many anime like, just, can't, just can't <laughs> figure out how to put like adult theme and make it like you know actually funny and stuff like it's either just grossly fan servicey and just like not and then just trying to ignore that they put that fan service there and then like oh jokes around it and you're like you gotta really lean into that and understand it i a good show that leaned into it was probably like High School of Dead that leaned into the fan service and made that the joke, but it, it, it very heavily on like the pulp fiction narrative that it had. Yeah. So it's very much a guns and babes kind of thing. Exactly. It about it. But like the 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 only reason I compare that to the reviewers was because like reviewers just knows what it's about. It's not sugarcoating anything. It's like you know why you're here. You know what this story is yeah. about. Now we're actually going to do this story. No tongue in cheek, like beating around the bush. <laughs> like this is about fucking dudes who go to brothels and review having sex with weird ass fantastical creature girls. And you're not here for the romantic subplot. Yeah. Like it's, it's amazing. I, I will applaud. I will applaud it. Cause it's, they did know what they wanted, like what story they wanted to right. tell. It, and like a lesser story would have just been up straight up hentai. Yeah. But this was actually a good story yeah. and like good characters. It's like great characters. Like the characters are all like entertaining and likable. Like 
they have different like likes they, they have different like they go oh psh, the, the those girls like hated and then he was like what are you talking about those girls were freaking amazing did you see what they did like yeah there's that background character that lizard guy that only he's like the only one that likes like the bird girls. oh yeah <laughs> jesus christ so good I like how we had a more oh, in-depth conversation about that than Monogatari. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that says about us. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other ones that come to mind or any closing thoughts on the episode? Nah, I, I, I think that's, I think I've more than said what I needed to. Monogatari is great. It's, I mean, yeah. watch it if you have the chance. I mean, there's no reason to pass it up. Definitely. Definitely. Chris? No, that was pretty I'm trying trying to hold my tongue. <laughs> okay. Um, so we'll see you next month. Thank you for joining us uh, tonight. Um, or not tonight. I mean, whenever you're listening to this, this episode. <laughs> I mean, tonight. Yeah. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Big ass anime yeah. titties.